Hello, everybody. My name is Liza. I'm Kurt. And we are both parents, and this is the Parent Skills Podcast. Well, hello, hello, everybody. So, Liza, good to see you. Good to see you. Great to be here. Producer Jeremy, husband Jeremy, hello. friend Jeremy. Yes. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. Um, good, good, good to see you guys. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Parent Skills Podcast. Today, we're super honored and excited to have as our guest. Um, we're kind of in a month of guests, pretty much. Yes. Well, you and I did one a couple weeks ago, yes. but, but yeah. we've had three weeks in a row. Well, this is week two in a row. Yes. Next week, we'll bring Cynthia Petty back for yes. our third week in a row of having guests, which is yes. going to be awesome. Today's guest is our good friend, ministry partner, Long-time Saddleback pastor, youth pastor, junior high associate pastor, then the junior high pastor, now the student ministries pastor. She's done a lot of youth ministry over 26 years almost at Saddleback wow. Church. The one and only Katie Edwards will be here. And Katie is in a unique parenting season that yes. every parent is going to go through at some point if they haven't yet. And that is your children basically becoming adults in this kind of transitioning from high school into college and adulthood. And how do you navigate that as a parent? And we're going to ask Katie Edwards, who is, we call Cynthia the goat. So we can't say that Katie's the goat, but she's Not pretty, yet. she's pretty darn great. And we will learn about all of those things with Katie Edwards when we return. I mean, I definitely think that Katie is the goat in, in student ministries in she, a lot look, of ways. Thank so you. if we're specifying areas, because Cynthia is the goat in children's ministry, and so now she's followed up by the goat in Fair youth ministry. Fair enough. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I forgot that Cynthia's children's ministry yes. is the youth ministry goat. Yes. And I can't even use my old goat joke with, with Katie because no, she's younger Katie than I am. Not I an can't old goat. even. I, I <laughs> she's a young, what, vivacious goat. A very vivacious. <laughs> it's not a word I've heard lately. <laughs> vivacious. I don't even know. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't quite. It's fine. Yeah, she's lively. She's got a lot of great energy. Okay, gotcha. It's amazing. Katie, hi. Hi. <laughs> we're, just, we're sitting here talking about Katie, and she's being so nice and quiet. I know. And I told in. you I wasn't going to talk until you told me to. <laughs> you so. did. I, I I didn't know that <laughs> was like literal. Literally yeah. cue her to be like yeah. Katie. Well, speaking. you know, you guys just describing me as vivacious goat is just you know. You just wanted to soak all that in <laughs> as long as you can. Yeah, you don't you don't interrupt that. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't, don't interrupt. People are talking that. nicely like, keep about going, it. Keep going. Yes, I've never just been called vivacious roll. or goat. I've been called mellow, average guy. Kurt's mellow and he's pretty average. Oh my! So anyway, anyway I digress. Okay, um, Katie, so fun to have you as a guest on the Parent Skills Podcast. Thank you. I'm honored. It's oh, great to be yes, here. Thank you. Well, let's jump right into it because you know we try not to have these go too long because parents are listening to these on the treadmill, on the car ride home after they drop their kids off at school, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not sure how many of our how many parents in our audience are in this stage yet, but they will find themselves there. I think say, our I'm audience, taking notes. <laughs> yeah, Liza's taking notes. Um, our audience is probably a little bit younger, but this, as you can attest and I can attest, and Liza and producer friend husband Jeremy will experience, it <laughs> comes on you quick. Mm -hmm. It comes on like a freight mm -hmm. train. All of a sudden, your your kids are older, and all of a sudden they're graduating high school and transitioning into 
like true adulthood. And so Katie, we wanted, you have two children who are in that season right now as we speak. Um, and so we just wanted you to kind of take over the show for a few minutes and share with us some of the lessons that you've learned and some tips you can give parents who maybe are in that season or that they can make some notes so that when they get there someday, they can kind of look back and go, I remember when the goat said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like I don't know if I'm the goat at parenting, but, you know, youth ministry, I'll take it. Right. But for sure, I think, you know, when I think of this phase, I definitely am in a learning space. I'm not sure I can pinpoint things I've learned yet because we're kind of in the thick of it. So I have one daughter who's a junior in college and one daughter who just graduated high school getting ready to And enter. your daughter who's a junior is, is doing class online and stuff. So mm -hmm. she lives at home still. It's not like she's a junior yeah. in Texas in the dorm. She's still under yeah, your roof. Both my girls are at home still. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's such a, it's such a sweet phase if you... Um, Hopefully you enjoyed junior high and high school. We did thoroughly. We thought it was such a fun phase to be in with our girls. Um, but I think one of the things that having two in this phase, what I'm realizing is how different they are. Mm -hmm. And so that's probably maybe, I'm not sure if this is a tip or just something that I've, I've really noticed is um, both of them are on very different journeys and mm -hmm. because they're very different humans and I think that's a big thing as a parent to maybe just pay attention to back in middle school when you start to think and have hopes and dreams for where, where your kids are going to be at some mm -hmm. point Yeah, is just understanding that those paths are going to be very, very different just because they're very, very different kids. kids. Um, but that, that probably leads me to like my very, maybe this is like the first real learning <laughs> would be just to let go of any expectations that belong to you about where your kids are going to be or the mm. path that they're going to take. With my oldest, I think something that I learned was she she chose a very different path than I thought she was going to choose when she was graduating high school. Mm. And what I realized is I had, um, I felt sad about it because it wasn't what I had expected. And I, it was my first time hitting this moment of grief as mm. a parent for my own expectations, which I thought was such an odd thing to hit. Cause I feel like I've been the kind of mom that's like, wherever you, however you're wired, like wherever you want to go, whatever path you want to take. But then when she chose a path that was different than what I thought she would choose, I found myself in this weird kind of sad place. <laughs> so it was almost like you, ex you, you, you had some expectations yeah. that, you didn't, that you didn't even realize you had. Yeah. Or some I assumptions had, it maybe. snuck up on me because I was like, why am I sad? She's thriving. And show so I kind of thought she would choose to go away to a four-year school and live on campus and do mm. dorm life. And she chose to do junior college because she wanted to be debt-free because she's going into ministry. And she was making all of these awesome, wise choices. But it was different. <laughs> Than what I thought. It was this moment where I'm like, you're making all these awesome choices. Why am I sad? Yeah, and so it was such an interesting thing as a parent to go, oh, I had expectations. Mm. I had hopes for you that are unrealized, but that's not about you at all. That's about me as a parent. And mm. so, and so I felt like that was something with Abby that I really had to kind of pray through and grieve and let myself feel those things, but also look to her and be supportive and yeah. she's making all these awesome choices. And so, um, you know, and in hindsight, it, she made all the right choices for herself. She made choices that were according to how God wired her, 
mm-hmm. who God made her to be. So it was a, my first opportunity, I think, to really get out of the way as a parent and trust mm. what yeah. I had done up to that point. What Ron and I had done up to that point was enough for her then to make those choices. And totally. so that was like a an interesting piece that now when the second one rolled around, I feel like when Ella was graduating, we didn't have any of those expectations. They're like, just throw it out the window. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, Ella was a beneficiary. We have no yeah. expectations, Ella. You, you well, just be just, you. We were, uh, we were able to adjust yes. that mindset yeah. and right. to, to really adjust ourselves into the place of like, oh no, okay, where do you see God taking you? Yep. Yes. And so I think, and it was very, and, and I think we knew early on that Ella wasn't going to do something traditional because she's just kind of a non-traditional right. type of a kid. But it was definitely easy that second time around to just kind of adjust those expectations. Mm. But I think with my oldest, nobody had really told me that I would have mm. things yeah. attached yeah. to that process. Good. So what does it look like to pull back as a parent and go, okay, what are what's me and what is them? And I think with Ella, we were able to yeah. do that. A but that's bit huge better. that you were able to for lack of better words, learn from the first round. Because I think some parents will just kind of attach themselves like, eh, it wasn't that kid, but it will be kid too. Yeah. And just kind of redirect. You can can kind of roll your expectations (laughs) over. Yeah. Yeah. You could have easily rolled, okay, Abby didn't go away to four-year college, but we know how awesome it is, so Ella Mm -hmm. should. should. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that could have been easier. And I would say if you're listening and you've got a young high school student or a, an older middle school student to begin to release some of those expectations now no. and start praying yeah. through some of those things now. And just that mindset shift, I think could make all the difference once you hit sophomore year and you do have yeah. to start thinking about college. So that's right. like the weird, I think, part in that. Well, and Liza, you, I mean, you know this more than Katie and I do because of your family therapy experiences, but I mean, how many adults walk around saying, oh, I just could never live up to my parents' expectations. Mm. They wanted mm-hmm. this from me. And and now how much of that is their own, right? And of how course, much, yeah. I, I'm sure. sure a lot of those parents would say, well, we never really expected that. Well, okay, but they're, mm-hmm. as adults, they're carrying that around, yes. right? And Whether so, it's spoken or unspoken. And, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's easier said than done, but yeah. to begin to free our kids up from our expectations, even the expectations that maybe, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about like, allowing our kids to make their own mistakes mm-hmm. the older they get. Right. Yeah. And, the, but, and yet that, that tension of, yeah, but some of the consequences of some mistakes you, you have to protect your kids from. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, and it kind of ties into the same thing as releasing our expectations, even expectations that carry more weight than whether they go away to college or not. Yeah. Right. The expectation that they're going to love Jesus their whole life. All the, right, there, it, there's some stuff that as parents, we have to slowly we can't control it all. Yeah. We, we can't force our kids to be anything that they don't want to be ultimately. Well, the longer you raise your kids, the more you realize, woo, I was really never in control of most things. So, uh, <laughs> but at really, least I thought I was and it made totally, me feel better. <laughs> totally. Control is such a facade as a parent, you oh know? I mean, environment, maybe everything else, probably not, you oh, know? Not, so, yeah. yeah. But I think like being that the mindset shift of being on the journey with your kids versus your kids being on the journey with you, that's mm-hmm. really the shift, I think with college is no longer am I loading up my car with them I'm jumping in their car with them you mm-hmm. know and I think that's that's been kind of the major shift for us um I think another piece is just I read this book by Jim Burns um I think it's called Raising Your Adult Children um 
And the tagline to the book is put out the welcome mat and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and um, it it's, so, it's so appropriate for mm-hmm. this phase because one of the things that I've really connected with in that book is that unsolicited advice is mm. like criticism. Mm. So really working on what does it look like to move from just – because. Uh, your whole journey as a parent is unsolicited advice yeah. because you're, yeah. you're, you're giving them, don't touch the stove, do this thing, do your homework. So everything you do is unsolicited up until now we're in a phase where it feels more like, what does it look like to ask permission to give mm. feedback versus, you know what you should do, or you know how I would do it, or you know what, yeah. or you should have done. I were in your shoes. <laughs> totally. Mm. And I think we inadvertently, we, we unconsciously do those things as parents because we've done it for 17, 18 years. Right. And then there's this switch that flips, you know, where now anything like that to them comes across as I'm displeased or criticism or, Mm. or I know nothing that causes them to shut down as adults now more than unsolicited advice. So what does it look like to be in this posture of, well, tell me about that. And Hey, can I offer some feedback? And so I'm really working on these phrases that are a little bit like, are more like asking for permission to speak in versus, and waiting for my turn to do that versus just jumping in. And that is, I feel like a discipline that we're trying to master right now. Well, in, um, in our old series that we have on Saddleback Parents, not that old, but it's one of our first series on on track parents. Mm -hmm. We have a whole lesson on like the phases of parenting. Uh And we talk about you move from caregiver to cop, to coach, to cheerleader, to consultant. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're in the consultant stage. You're you're, you're kind of moving from cheerleader to consultant. consultant, Yeah, we're both. You know, and and, and now the cool thing is you you still play the role of coach once in a while. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. what you're saying is it's better when they ask you to be the coach. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, mom, dad, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Now you can once they open the door, coach them up. Right. Totally. But but if you try to if you try to coach a, a 19, 20, 24 year old child unsolicited, then it's way less likely to be welcomed. I've done some experiments with this to actually see if this is true. (laughs) So like with both my girls, there's been a few times where I consciously have been like, do you know what I think about? Like honestly jumping in and literally seeing Ella just Just shut down. Just like, okay, that was enough. Okay. I'll talk to you later. You know, and she like couldn't get out of our conversation fast enough. And it was, it was like such a moment of like, okay, this is so true. I Mm. have to be so, and then the posture of me thinking before I speak very, mm. that's probably a crucial parenting tip for all phases. Right. <laughs> think before you speak. Um, but pausing, I think to just go, Hey, like, can I offer, can I mm-hmm. offer anything to you right now? Or I have a story to share. Is this the right time? And so yeah. just trying to kind of find those phrases that might just give, disarm them a little bit where I'm, I really am just trying to help. I'm not trying to control or lead or any of those things so it's just a it's to me that's probably been one of the biggest things that I know Ron and I are consciously working on where we were like this is a really important thing for us to master I love that just because I think especially as a parent of younger kids and and just seeing most parents their mentality is well I'm the parent I don't have to ask permission to come in your room or do this and it's like but what a shift that it's like yes you're still their parent but now they're an adult yeah. Like, and how do you well, navigate and, that? And that is multiplied when they still live under your roof, right? Because you feel, you, you know so much more about Abby mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because she's still living at home than totally. you would if she was away Absolutely. at a four-year college. And I think there's that tension. And I, I don't know what the balance is, but I think if we have adult-ish kids still living in our home, I think the smart play is to try as parents to treat, treat your level of influence and input and concern and all that in a similar way as you would if they were away at college. Uh, yeah, now, absolutely. you know, you might say, hey, you still got to do some chores because we're not charging you rent or whatever. I mean, there's going to be some household rules, but try, I try, I think to I, I, the biggest wow moment for me when I dropped our oldest daughter off at college, um, our daughter, our oldest went away to four-year college and our son didn't. Um, and I remember when we dropped Kayla off, I'm driving away from, from the college. And I said to my wife, it's bizarre because yesterday we knew about 99.9% of Kayla's schedule, her whereabouts, who she was with, when she was going to be home. And now we don't know 99.9%. And the 0.1% we do know is what she's going to choose to tell us. Mm -hmm. And that shifted boom instantly. Yeah. Right. Um, But I think like it, I think it speaks into all of the asking permission and all that is just Mm -hmm. because your kids are still under your roof and all that. Mm -hmm doesn't mean you still treat them like they were under your roof when they were 12. I think the phase shifts. So whether your kids go away or they stay home, I think the rules are the same in the sense of adjusting expectations and the advice piece. Because they could call home once a week and you could botch that call home once a week. (laughs) And they're not calling once a week. offering off so much and then push them away. And then, you know what I mean? So I think those things, no matter what, I think I I feel like are important. Well, Katie, any last closing? It's been so much good stuff. I I was writing notes like crazy. I'm gonna I'll kind of share them in a second. But you're gonna last... turn them into a book, probably. <clears throat> I might. I yeah. might turn them into a book. I get that. Parenting just, the Katie way. Just give me a little footnote, <laughs> little asterisks. No, I I would just say I think as your kids get older, the phases just get sweeter and. Mm-hmm. They all have their challenges, but um, middle school was so fun. And then high school was so fun. And now having them in college, it's it really is so fun to see them thrive and to see your kind of years of work paying off in some really sweet ways as they yeah. figure out the world. So give, give, really give the mom or dad who they hear you say middle school was so fun or high school. And they're going, <laughs> they're like, it's what not, is this lady talking it, about? It, it it's has not, not been fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. What would it, it, give them a word of encouragement? I would, um, my word would be middle school is when you begin raising adults. So mm. if you can switch your mindset in that sixth, seventh grade space of I'm no longer bringing up this little kid. Now I'm preparing them to be the adult that they, I hope they'll be mm. to begin to plant those seeds, to begin to have faith, give independence, trust, things like that. I think also allow yourself to be entertained by a middle schooler or by a high schooler. They do stuff that's like really crazy, but it's kind of hilarious when you think about it because you remember what you were like and it's such a crazy time. Mm. And so if you can pull back and just enjoy what you're seeing and enjoy, this is adolescence, this is puberty. It's funny. It's like funny to watch. And and most of the time it really is just a phase. Yeah. I mean, most of the time they're going to grow through that stuff and grow out of it and the next season is going to be full of challenges and full of wonder i don't need to i I was going to wrap up and i don't need to it stands alone this is awesome yeah liza closing thought i just love everything and i took lots of notes too i think that's the reality as we're working towards 
getting them to be adults. Yeah. It's the reality. It's life. And I think you made a great point is to check out the on-track parenting and just see that evolution of our parenting mm. from the caretaker to yeah. the coach to yeah. the consultant and cheerleader and all those different phases. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, we've just, we've sort of defined the role of parenting as um, raising interdependent lifelong followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom difference. That's kind of what we've this, you know, here at parent skills mm -hmm. and at Saddleback parents, that's how we've described. And, um, I think the challenge and, and Katie, you know, ultimately we want to be in, interdependent. Mm -hmm. We want them mm -hmm. to live on their own and still understand the importance of family and community. Mm -hmm. Right. And helping them get there at that season of life that you're in with your kids is such a wonderful part of that, of that big picture goal. So Katie, thanks for joining us. I'm thanks, honored. Katie. Thanks I think we'll, I think we'll bring Katie back. Wow. I think we'll bring her back. You already know that? I, I do. You don't want to listen well, to this I, no, back? No, I said, I think we'll bring you back. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, think. yeah, I got so you. So I, I left myself an out you did. in case we you decided did. not to. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, I understand All right. that. Hey, everybody, again, if you have not checked out SaddlebackParents.com, if you know a parent who could use some encouragement, it's a great place to visit. And if you know somebody raising older kids, have them check out this episode with Katie Edwards. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. <laughs>